0: Wow well, hello everybody welcome to episode 318 it's three it's one it's eight it's the ENS late night loving who Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Judith. Delighted to be joined in the Wolverhampton Wanderers box, looking out onto the bright lights of the beautiful turf. It is Mr. Liam Keen. How's it going, Bebe? <laughs> what have you drank? What, what are you on today? i tell you what, drank a lot of coffee this morning and this afternoon, and I'm ready to go. I'm ready to, ta- to run. on the toilet ta- ta- trip of. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a toilet trip just now, actually. Oh, I forgot to say to you. Oh, God, here we go. Can, we, can I go? Can I go? Oh, I don't know whether I can go with this at the start. You, Shall uh, I? You kind of have to, though. So I've got... <laughs> I didn't tell you this at Arsenal on Saturday. Oh, I Oh, I'm actually genuinely worried about the. Oh, this Oh, no, be. I don't know if I can say it. I genuinely... Oh, bugger it. It's fine. I'll, I'll see. So so on Saturday, <laughs> I get to it's well like, get to the stadium, right? And you got there what you got there ridiculous <laughs> o'clock. What time did you get there? What time did you get there? I may or may not have been there. So three o'clock kickoff. What time were you outside? Oh, sort of like half eleven. Half <laughs> eleven. Three and a half hours. So while this is going on, while Kino's outside, I'm having I'm having a nice little brunch in in um where was it? It Battersea, was, was Battersea Power Station. Yeah, nice little brunch. I'm texting you. I got my avocado, my halloumi, my sourdough. You could have quite easily come. You didn't. You decided to... I was to, invited. Okay, that as well. And um, I had two or three coffees, you know, while I was there. Because love, everybody loves a coffee. Everybody loves a bit of caffeine. So I got to my Arsenal and um, have a chat, have a little bit of food, have another chat. And I'm thinking, it's about quarter past two. 45 minutes I'll kick off. And I'm thinking... I need to go to the bathroom again. <laughs> oh, you friends. know, you get, you've had a lot of coffee, and I'm not. I'm not talking about number two. So I go to the the toilets, and there's like three or four cubicles in the in the so fine. And I'm I'm kind of a bit of a germaphobe. Like I, I don't want to see any sprinkles on seats. I don't want to mm. see anything like that. Gross, right? Yeah, no. I don't. I'm... I don't be cleaning stuff off seats. Yeah, it's pretty grim. So first one, someone's left it in there. I'm not even touching it. I'm left back out. Left Just, what in there? Well, exactly. You know. Good morning, Vietnam, in there. It's not great. It's all turning, isn't it? Yes! Oh my. Horrendous. Right in the first one. Oh yeah, in cubicle. the med- first That's one. That's the one I used I got there. First one, horrendous. I'm not joking either. <laughs> <laughs> second second one, I, I couldn't even, the smell was, So someone's obviously <laughs> exited that pretty quickly, right? This is like Good Lux and the Three Bears. The third one I go to, everywhere on the seat. It's disgusting. Oh, like, mate. I'm not clean. I'm like, this is a media toilet. So, I go to and I go to the fourth one. The fourth one's okay, but it's still there was, there. was a few spots on the seat. I don't want to see it. So what do I do? So I've got decision to make. Do I clean the spots on the seat? Go or, in the sink. Or, well, <laughs> the sink would have been steady. To be fair, people are still coming in and out. So I go back out. I'm annoyed, but I feel I still feel like I need to unleash. Oh god. So what do you do? What do you do when you really need to go? You go to the disabled bathroom. There's a disabled one there. So, <laughs> so go to say what? Cl- so clean. They no one's used it, the... mate. No, it's it's amazing. I know like it's going. genius. Like it's clean. Um, the toilet, the toilet it's beautiful. The um, it, there's a proper roll there. It's not just the kind of like single ones that you get, which are kind of like, all like like sandpaper. Anyway, wait, wait, wait. He he, he was an older bloke, bald, wasn't he?
1: <laughs> I know exactly
0: what's coming because I spotted him.
1: I know what's coming. Oh my god, mate! No, so, so, mate, this is—wait, how many minutes are we in? Four minutes. This is awful. This so, is this is you're getting locked up.
0: This is why we're not award winning. We should be. So, so, oh my god, no. So I feel amazing. I, I wash my hands. I've gone. Through, it's, been, it's been about seven minutes, and I walk out, and there's an Arsenal <laughs> steward there in a wheelchair. <laughs> waiting outside. I can't breathe. I <laughs> can't believe I forgot to tell you this. Was he, was he? And he looks at me, and all I can do oh, is look no. at the floor in shame, try not to make eye contact, and he's just, like, looking at me, and I can feel it. It's burning, burning to the side, down the side of my face. And I feel so bad. And I walk out, and I just make a beeline, just keep on walking, keep on walking. I mean, I... I just felt awful, and I didn't even have the heart to say. I can't say I'd give it five minutes, lad, if I were you. So yeah, yeah and you horrendous.
1: Did, and he didn't—he didn't
0: put a limp on him. <laughs> just so it wasn't—it wasn't—it wasn't a good situation, mate.
1: Uh, yeah, no, I—I I... toilet humour. Five minutes in. I mean, it's a great way to open the potty. Mm. I knew where that was going because I did. I did. You clock him. I did. You making it sound like I'm like seeking him out in the room. I just ha- I just happened to spot him because I went to the toilet uh, when I first. Yeah,
0: because he looked very angry afterwards. Probably. No,
1: well, I well I, I I was there a lot earlier than you, and yeah. I may or may not have frequented that same toilet. Um, <laughs> cubicle one was my was my stall, and um, well, actually, I you know you know you get, the, you get the little tokens for food vouchers at Arsenal, which oh, yeah, some yeah, clubs yeah. do, but not all clubs. Yeah, yeah. Um, I put it in my pocket, which was a mistake. Yeah. Went to the toilet 20 minutes later, mm. <laughs> leave the toilet. Mm. And I put my phone in, back in my pocket yeah. and realised that I'd knocked the ticket onto the floor. Oh no, devastation. I went back, sat in my, and I was going to get up to go have food, realised I didn't have my yeah. ticket to get. meal food. pass. I ran. I went back to the toilet, mm. and it was on the floor. Oh no! And picked, you picked, I, it <laughs> picked it up off the oh toilet. Picked it up off the toilet. Oh my floor. god!
0: He desperate for food. <laughs> oh, what is food that bad. It was so poor as it well. Was average as well. It was Bang average. average. I was disappointed. Cake we, was good though. We ranked Arsenal two, I think, in our Premier League. I might have to might have to revisit that the rankings. Yeah, I was disappointed that, that, that with Arsenal. Although the rest of it, the rest of the experience, it's pretty, is pretty good. good. Pretty yeah. good. Uh, I'm sorry for anyone who's listening, um, who are eating or just uh, are ready to to tune into Wolves one Burnley nil, but um, we'll be. We'll be we'll be what are you looking at? <laughs> I was just seeing where my water bottle was. You, you're letting them behind the, the fourth wall here behind the curtain. You look like you'd seen a ghost or something, <laughs> but yes, we are. We are we are more New, we are under the lights, and it is uh half past 11 at night. But we wanted to bring you a podcast because both of us are off tomorrow, so uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'll be uh, I'll be editing it tomorrow. Some of us, some of us will be working our day off, so others will not mm, be. I'll, I will be as well in bed. <laughs> okay, let's not go. Let's
1: not go. There. Okay, probably let's probably not.
0: not. Right, okay. Um, so yeah. I mean, the reason we filled seven minutes of rubbish is because we haven't got lots to talk about tonight. Um there's a few there's a few talking points, but it wasn't Liam, it wasn't the greatest game that we will live long in the memory, is it?
1: It was one of the worst games I've covered. <laughs> it was absolutely awful, mate. It was dreadful. Um and, and I said in the video as well that Wolves were easily the better team, I thought. Interestingly enough, watching um the or sat in rather the press conference at the end, and Gary Neal comes in first. We, we do the press conference, great. Uh, Vincent Company comes in, very very upset, very not, upset, not in an aggressive way, but just no. very sort of forlorn, s- forlorn, sat in his chair, slumped, slumped. Not yeah. looked like he was going to cry. Yeah, um, you know, I feel like you know we we love football, we want to win, mm. and then one of the, I mean, clearly a journalist who follows Burnley and and you know, follows up and down the country like like we do with Wolves, um, phrases or, or frames a question. To say that Burnley were the better team in the first half. I thought, what on earth were you watching? Oh, <laughs> embarrassing. I did hear that. I like, what are you Stop watching, it. mate? Um,
0: Even company took umbrage to it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, so I'm not sure. I don't like know, that. mate. I can be objective and what uh, a game of you seen? Yeah, that was a bizarre take. Um, and
1: look, that's not to say Wolves were good because they weren't. No. Um, Wolves were going through the motions, but they were easily better than Burnley. But mm. that was because Burnley were happy to sit in. Um, but, you know, they, they had the one chance or the, the the two chances with the double save that I'm you know, I'm sure we'll talk about with, with Bentley and um, very little other than that. And, and Wolves, I know that, you know, our, our colleague at The Athletic, Steve Mayley, phrased it to Gary O'Neill as job done in the press conference, which Gary was a bit more polite and kind to Burnley and to say that, you know, they were a tough team, et etc et cetera. But I think Steve summed it up there. It's job done. Not a great performance, but three points. That's all you need.
0: Yeah, Gary O'Neill was a bit more, well, he kind of, he kind of was a little bit frustrated. I guess he'd been asked the same question of like, not the best watch, but move on to the next one and forget about it. And he, w- he wanted to say, look, that's a massive win and look, it is a big win. It's three points, three points. It doesn't matter whether you win nine nil or one nil, doesn't matter. But True at the that. same time, it wasn't it wasn't a great result. It wasn't a great performance. And I get what he's trying to do and he's trying to big it up. And yes, Burnley are hard to break down and and they worked hard and they make it made it difficult for Wolves. but it wasn't the best showing. The delivery was poor. It was a bit lethargic. It was slow. The atmosphere was pretty poor, pretty quiet. Um I was actually just thinking about the atmosphere then and we did we did know straight away that it was pretty pretty quiet and yes, it's December, it's cold, and maybe the players have got to do something on the pitch to get it going. But speaking to the fans afterwards and they came up with quite a good point. He was like I was like, it's quiet the atmosphere, wants it. And they were like two people, two different people said, Yeah it was, but there was no real build up. There was no real proper tunes going on, even though there was a full house, they really, you know, the bigger games they'd do either a light show or they do a bit more flames. It just felt like they just the players came out today. And maybe there wasn't that that kind of build-up an atmosphere that maybe we do get from a Liverpool or a Manchester, which is very easy to get up for those games, but maybe needs to be a bit more in more than for these type of games to get the fans, because it, it was a cold night. I mean, I wouldn't want to be going crazy five, ten minutes before before the start, but it did feel a bit dead.
1: Yeah, I think that's a, that's a good point, actually, about the build-up, because we came up from the, the media room, came up and sat mm. in our seats. And, Quite early,
0: early-ish. Yeah, ish,
1: and sort of sat there, and all, all of a sudden it was just like, Start are they, walking out. There's a, there's a game on, you know yeah, what I mean? It was yeah, like there yeah. was nothing to oh, there's a ball being kicked. It was a bit it was it was a bit odd. I think the, the crowd... And then the
0: bins with the fires, you want to see yeah, exactly, some of that yeah. or you know the
1: but to get a bit of
0: heat in, but there was there was nothing yeah. really, was
1: there? And I think the crowd sort of reacted in, in, in that way as well. I I think there was I don't know if it's just me, but it seemed like there was a lot of people late in as well, a lot of people on the concourse. It seemed yeah. like it was just a little bit disjointed. So that didn't help. And then equally, the performance exactly, you know, no. de- definitely, definitely didn't help. Um, again, it's a weird one because it, it wasn't a bad walks performance. It wasn't like it was full of mistakes mm. and really poor in possession. It was just very lethargic yeah. and very slow and very non threatening. Mm.
0: I mean they were lucky they were lucky they were playing Burnley tonight because you yeah. put that performance in, dare I say, even on Saturday, they're not gonna get a win from that game. You no, know, they've I agree. got to be better than that.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree, you have to be better than that. It's uh, the, the opposition's helped them. Equally, individuals have helped them. You know, the two big moments, it's the it's the Bentley saves, it's the Huang goals, and that's they're, they're the key moments and the mm. fine
0: margins that you know Gary Neil was talking about after the game that, that determine a win and a loss in the Premier League. Yeah, massive double save from Dan Bentley and uh, we said in the post match analysis and Gary Neal said it as well. Um, after the game, I mean two clean sheets. You, people say two clean sheets, but two back-to-back clean sheets because he's come on at Arsenal, hasn't conceded a goal. Came on in you know less than more than 60 minutes. He's played so two clean sheets really from him, um, and fantastic for Dan Bentley. Great for his confidence. And look, he's given Gary O'Neill a decision to make now if Jose is available on Saturday. We'll probably give our verdict of who you think he might pick if if both are fit later on. But fair play to Dan Bentley, who like you say, as well had a difficult game at Ipswich and he's come back and that'll give him, doing the world of good. Yeah, because he's, you know, he came
1: in end of last season, I think it was a United game, wasn't it? Played there under Lopetegui, did really well, uh, played the Everton game at home, penultimate game of the season as well, didn't he? And, and I think he did okay, not a particularly memorable game from what I, what I remember, but um, yeah, it was one of those that, you you wonder when that next chance is going to come, and you mentioned the Ipswich game, which we we spoke about in the video, and yeah, it wasn't it was not a great night for him, and then, you know, you wonder when that chance will actually arrive, and often you need a little bit of luck, and it and it, it came in the form of a of an injury to Jose Sar wasn't 100 percent ready, but seems like he's not far away, hmm. and Dan Bentley certainly took that chance tonight. Um, around those two saves, he didn't have a lot to do. No. But it was all about being commanding and confident, good on the ball, good with the ball at your feet. You know, breathing confidence into the, the players around you. He did all of that. But on top of that, he did the the sublime as well. And that mm. was the Jay Rodriguez stop and then the Josh Brownhill stop back to back. Two very, very different and mm. very, very good saves.
0: And dare I say it, Liam, um, the way that that game was going. It was almost the first goal wins. Like if they if they'd got that goal and they'd, they'd really got the confidence up, then it's a different game altogether. So the fact that he kept them in there and gave Wolves a chance because you did felt feel on tonight it was it was only going to be a one nil either way. So he's really that, that I mean that's a that's a massive massive double save from him. Um, and then of course at the other end Huang chan just can't stop scoring. Nice. Incredible, really. Uh, only Son, Mohamed Salah. And Erling Haaland have scored more Premier League goals than him this season. And, and it's it's astonishing. I'm not going to say turnaround because, you know, we all know what Juan can do. But really, when you've looked at the previous last three seasons and the top goal scorer being six goals and him already gone eight, um, it's pretty incredible. And look, not only that, but he's a likeable guy. He works hard. He works tirelessly. I didn't think it was his best game tonight. No, not, not by any but, stretch of the imagination. But I at thought. the same time, at the same time, when you're scoring, when you're deadly, when he's always had that lethal touch, it's, uh, it's fantastic for him and that's what goals do. They, they give confidence.
1: Yeah, Gary Neal, again, he spoke about it in the, in the press conference and he, he has a, a confidence that when the ball drops to Channy, as he calls him, um, which is the nickname that they, they all give him at the training ground, um, when the ball drops to him in those areas in the box, he's confident that he's going to score. Mm. Now that, for me, is a sign of a player who's turned a corner. Because I don't think we'd have... We'd, we've always had that with Wang. We've known he's a good finisher. We've known if he gets in the right areas at the right times that he's got a good chance of scoring a goal. But that's happened maybe few and far between over the last couple of seasons. Now it's happening regularly and he's putting them away regularly. And it's a good finish um, in the circumstances. And of course, you know, Sarabia into Cunha into Wang. You know, I think all three players involved do a good job to to get the ball shifted from one side to the other. And it's a, it's a good finish. Nine goals, all competitions. Eight in the Premier League. We said it on the video. He's gotta be looking at fifteen goals all competitions this season, I think.
0: I'll give you a quick question and look, I don't, he's gonna be at Wolves for quite a while, I'm pretty sure, but bought for how much did they buy him for in the end? Was it twelve which is over? Yeah, around that. Oh, twelve yeah. million quid. Twenty-seven years old now. Of course, having the season of his season of his life and Son doing great as well in um back to back for the for the South Koreans, which is fantastic, third and fourth in the top goal scorer charge, what do you think his market value is at this moment in time? Oh. His market he... value, because a lot of clubs, before he was struggling to score and, and maybe get um, a lot of consistent game time, there's a lot of clubs that were sniffing around him uh, because they knew what he brings to the side without the goals. He's now bringing more contributions and he's adding goals to his game and assists. What do you think his market value is at this moment in time?
1: Oh, it's a real tough question. Um, he's a good age, he's 20... Good age. <laughs> 26, is he? 27. 27, yeah. So he's, he's in this prime. He's coming to his prime. He's, yeah. got,
0: let's say he's got one more big deal left. Like He hasn't. He's signed an extension or, or another looking to sign an extension. They're right? in talks. In yeah, talks so to sign. Yeah. But let's say, let's say in January or let's say in the summer he was available and or there was a big offer that came in. Look, there may still be. I mean, he's in talks. A huge offer comes in. But what do you think his really realistic value is at this moment in time? I think minimum. You're doubling what you got
1: in for. Yeah, you, uh, up to thirty. Let's let, let's say yeah, thirty is probably yeah. a minimum. I would say. Mm-hmm. I think on on current form, and we know how inflated the market is these days. You're probably looking at thirty to forty million. I think. Yeah, I think so. I think I think he's worth that for a team that is you know he's in this this prime. He's in this form. We know his versatility, what he brings. Um, as a player and, and both off the pitch as well, so yeah, I, I think that's probably fair enough.
0: Yeah, I mean, you, I mean, you look at players, okay, younger players, but players who've scored one or two Premier League goals like Archer and so they are going for ten, twelve, fourteen. So you know, someone like Chan, I think is, uh, I think you say at least twenty-five million pounds and. Uh, and maybe maybe more than that. It's 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 a great story. And maybe someone someone who isn't being talked about as much, but again, important tonight with another assist, Cunha, Mateus Cunha, four, you know, two goals, two assists in the last four games. He's starting to contribute now, and that's that's great for Wolves. Actually, fair play to these two, um, especially Cunha really, when Pedronetto goes down, you look for people to stand up and to contribute. He's been great, Cunha, and that's that's really important. When the chips are down, when you're not missing, when you're missing your best player, to still be prolific to a certain extent, to still contribute, to still get points and be important in, in getting four, five, six points at Wolves have got. Um, that's that's massive for him.
1: Yeah, like what is he four Premier League goals this season for for Cunha and
0: and a few assists as well. A few
1: assists um, and. The word I would probably use to describe him and and, and his style of play, there's a few words, but I think one of them that springs out to me would be selfless. He's a player that runs himself into the ground for the team. He's playing a role at the moment that I don't think the player or the manager, I mean, Gary Neal has spoken publicly about it, believe he's an out-and-out number nine and that he should be playing there on his own. And he's doing a role for the team as a makeshift striker, really. And I hope that in future he's rewarded by playing alongside and out and out number nine, and he thrives in that position. But at the moment, he's making the success of what he's got, and and I think that's uh, that's testament to him. Like I've interviewed him a couple of times, and once um, recently it was the Spurs game here. Mm. Um, and I mean, he, he's he's a really likable guy, very charismatic, very emotional, and you know, considering he's. Brazilian, uh, we know what the weather's like over there, and he's come from Spain where he was playing um, last at Atletico Madrid. Coming to Wolverhampton, it's it's different, you know. It's a culture shock, let's be honest. And he absolutely loves it here. And you know, it can be a cliche sometimes because you hear players say, "Oh, I love it here. I do everything for this club," blah, blah blah. And then the next minute, they're asking for more money or they're off. Mm. Um, Business is one thing, but I genuinely believe him when he says that because I stood in front of him and, and, and listened to him and watched it in his eyes and he, he's that kind of player that is, is easy to like. And I think that rubs off on his teammates. Um, he's uh, I, I think he's a really important player for Wolves. Do I ever think he's going to go on and be a player that, let's say goal involvements, you mm-hmm. know, goals and, and assists, so I think he'll ever go on and get 15, 20 a season? I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I don't think he'll ever be that player. But I think he's a great player to have. In the squad, yeah. and if you supplement it with a with, with a, a number nine, really to go alongside him, I think it's a, a good partnership waiting to happen.
0: Who um, who for you struggled tonight a little bit? Would you say? I mean, the player ratings are out when you you listen to this. Who were who do you think disappointed slightly on the evening? <sighs> Two players that Gary O'Neill point out and said did really well. No. <laughs> so. I know I mean, he's I, I caught the back end of his press conference and yeah, one person he said, you know, if they took him off the pitch then the crowd would berate him me. I'm like, oh, I don't think it was great, but go on, you you floor's yours. Well that play you're talking about is Hugo Bueno.
1: By the way, I don't think either of these players were disastrously no. bad. But certainly not up to you know probably Yeah, the the levels we, we would expect. Um Hugo one he's coming back from injury. He looked a little bit leggy in the last game. He, I think it was the same here as well. And, albeit, second half was a lot better from him. The, it's difficult to ignore that first half where I just felt he looked lost on the ball, Was looked lost in the position he was trying to play. Because mm-hmm. um, it's almost a very much a makeshift, ignorey role that he's trying to fill at the moment. Um, and it hasn't quite worked. So, um, yeah, he he pointed him out. And then he said that he thought Sarabia was excellent. And... Um, I know a journalist in the room thought that as well, and I
0: I thought I might have been watching the same a different game. Um I thought he was on, on the ball a lot, and I think his the effort was there. Um I could you could tell that he was he hadn't played a lot of football, a lot of first team football, I think. And I think when Wolves did break, he carried the ball and he wanted the ball, but I felt he just slowed the game down at times when it didn't need to be. His you know, maybe his passes were just just a not rolling properly, they weren't. They weren't going across the turf. They were just slowing down a little bit. They were allowing Burnley to get back. I just felt there was a little bit. Maybe look, he's getting older now. Like he's not going. He's not going to be a lightning himself. But at the same time, I did. I did feel like he he struggled a little bit, especially second half. Yeah, that, that's the to. kind of
1: player he is as well. He's not a explosive player, no. so I, I, I agree. He slowed the game down a little bit too much for me. There was a few nice moments. Don't get me wrong, and, and I thought he did okay for the goal. But um, I don't think he did enough to warrant. Another start, if I'm, if I'm brutally honest. At the same time, Bellegarde didn't, you know, mm. blow me away when he came mm. on either. So one of them, at the moment with Neto out, is probably starting. So, so, so it's a, it's a tough call to make.
0: It was good to have the two centre midfielders back in in Lamina and and, and Jao Gomez. Um, I thought Lamina was was competitive, combative and and strong and everything that you want from Lamina and got himself into some good positions at times actually himself as he is done, he's actually doing very well in getting himself into some cold scoring positions he is yeah. uh, which is incredible really with the amount of turf that he covers but yeah, I didn't think it was Gomez's best game I and mean, look you're going to get that with a young kid you're going to get some the, some dips at the same time I don't think I would change it for, for Nottingham Forest in, with those central two I think that's a partnership there that you need to, you need to explore and you need to get, they need to get used to one another and I feel like you'll, you'll have better days but I did not think it quite clicked tonight
1: no, I agree. Um agree on Lamina and yeah, Jared Gomez a big fan of his and there's a there has been a little bit of inconsistency. I, I do believe that there's a a really big player in there, ready to come out. Um and we've seen it in certain performances from him. It wasn't that tonight, it certainly wasn't. It was a little bit off the pace of the game. Um, looked a little bit lost in there, made a terrible mistake that led oh. to the Bentley double save. I mean Gary O'Neill didn't publicly call out Jao Gomez, but no. he described the uh, the situation as absolutely crazy, whatever yeah. it, or however he phrased it. Um, I could imagine what he was like at the time oh, when it happened. Well, he
0: said, I'm um, pleased I wasn't mic up for it. Yeah,
1: exactly. So, uh, a lot more to come from him, and I agree, I, I would keep those two together for Forrest. I, I don't see any reason to change them. Um, I'm, I was gobsmacked, to be honest, that Tommy Doyle didn't come on in this game, actually, mm. today. I thought it was a ready-made game for him to come on with a lot of possession. Yeah. Um, obviously, Bubikar Trolley did come on briefly.
0: But I don't see either of them coming from the start on Saturday. No. Um, all right. Let's let's move on from the well. Let's say the three points. And um, let me see where they are. Difficult to say because there's only two two games that have been played. By the way, Arsenal. What a game that was. Ah, I can't wait to watch the highlights what a game. <laughs> We're well, watching that instead of the bloody Burnley Wolves. That's for certain. <laughs> um, so Wolves are at this moment in time. Don't think yeah, move one place. So they've gone ahead of Crystal Palace, twelfth in the table. I mean, that's that's just I glorious. Was south,
1: right, before this game.
0: Um, oh, no, no they were Palace were ahead of them. Like Palace
1: played Sunday, didn't they? That's why. So mistake.
0: So eighteen points from fifteen games. I mean, really, you double that, you're safe in the Premier League. Thirty six points. Gary O'Neill was was reiterated in the press conference as well tonight, didn't he? I think he was asked the question, but said I had confidence from the start with this group of players. I was told I need to, you know, can you keep the the team up with this squad? And he was very confident that he could do. He's, Liam is looking into my eyes while flexing his bicep while I'm trying to talk about Gary O'Neill and taking over this team it's unbelievable I can't believe you just called me out do you want to have a feel? <laughs> stop it on, grab it's absolutely ridiculous on, the man. things I have to cope with um, and you know, look and we all thought we all said that he, you know he didn't beat about the bush he said that Premier League safety was the main aim this season look they're 12th in the Premier League Liam Thirty-six points if you double it, thirty six points, that'd be from thirty games with eight games that's left. Dumbass, this could be I... this could be a really good season. And yeah, there are gonna be disappointments and everybody expect them to get beat at Arsenal on Saturday. But if you win the games you're supposed to win, like you have done tonight, no matter how gross it is, and you lose the games that you're gonna do because, you know, you, you play Arsenal and that, that's what it is. But then you can still have a Man City result in there, have a Spurs result in there, then there's no there's not I'm looking at it, I'm thinking there's a lot of bang average teams, as we know, the Glob, this season in the Premier <laughs> know League. know the Glob well. But out of all the Glob, you go, the, you finish at the top of the Glob, and you're going to be around 9th, 10th. Now, I think Wolves are about their money at 12th. But at the same time, there's not a lot of other teams that are breaking away from that at this moment in time. No, and if I'm being... Crystal Palace, Fulham, Forest, Brentford... I mean, even Brighton are struggling this year. They've had a lot of injuries. West Ham, I don't think there's a load between these sides.
1: No, there isn't. There isn't. Um, one thing I will say, if you just to address, I suppose, the bottom part of the table first, you're talking about thirty six, double double the points now Wolves have got thirty six would would be safe this season. Yeah. If I'm being brutally honest. 30 might be safe. Oh, I no, I agree. Mean, no, I agree. It's going to be it's it's terrible. Be Burnley moment.
0: are awful. They're <laughs> awful. Absolute Luton are awful. Stink of the Sheffield huh? United are absolutely gross. <laughs> you know, we've drawn against one and lost to one and beat one, but it's fine. Yeah, but yeah, they're
1: awful. By the way, Sheffield United are by far the worst I've seen. Oh, I mean, horrendous. Way worse than Burnley. I mean, I know they beat Wolves that day, but yeah. my God, they were bad. Yeah. Um, and, and
0: Chris Wilder back in the. Oh, I mean, crikey. Um, I, don't Duncan, I don't know how that would get up we'll, we'll see how pardon? it goes.
1: They, they might have a little, you know, new manager bounce and go win a couple.
0: Uh, not the way that he was at Middlesbrough. Mate, he was absolutely dreadful, <laughs> horrendous. Um, but but what I'm saying to you is that this is this is in a you know with Forest to come as well, which you think they should be winning that game. I think and and you know maybe if they get a draw. They get a draw. We said four points minimum. Um, this thing, things are looking great. They really are. No, I agree. I, I, I think that this is way above. I'm sure what Gary O'Neill and what Jeff She and what what Matt Hobbs thought at this time. If you gave them twelve the fifteen games gone with five wins, they'll be like, "I will bite your hand off." Yeah, hundred percent,
1: hundred percent. You know, you've got to take in everything that happened in the summer, the the way that Gary came into the into the side, into the team, and really where the team's at. Look, like, I think there's a lot of talent in there, but it's clearly uh, lacking in a few areas. And he's done an excellent job. I mean, I asked him about in the press conference today to say, you know, the fans were singing your name from from start to finish, and that oh, that oh, it's a oh, rock
0: bag. Sh- like, I'm just singing your name, Gary.
1: Well, he mentioned it in, in, a, he did in a in a different question he before did. He before, did. Before, he did. before I even asked him it. Actually, I, I,
0: I did. To be fair to to be fair, you are completely correct. I was like, oh, <laughs> Gary, bring it up himself. I, know, I, I love know. that.
1: Which which is great. By the way, if I was manager, I'd be bringing it up as well. So oh. I don't I don't blame you. Him for bringing you it up.
0: you would be if they're singing your name, Liam Oh. <laughs> <You're lost. laughs> in a stance. i don't I don't think it'll be that no. unfortunately no
1: i don't think I'm that well no. um No. So i don't blame him. if it was me i'd be I'd be talking about it as well, but I asked him about that, and he said he gave a very expected and measured answer where it was like, yeah look, it's great, blah blah, but I don't want to get carried away i want to you know want to keep doing it you know we're probably he he didn't say this in this answer but he has said it previously probably further ahead of where they expected to be at this point of the season, so it, it, they're in a great place. Um, Gary Neil's an excellent job. His stock has done nothing but rise s- since he's come to Wolves. A lot of the players, I, I would say the same for that as well. And the unit the Wolves have got here now alongside the supporters and where they're at, it feels like it's in a really positive place. Do I think, you know, you look at it losing to Fulham and, and obviously mm. a couple of the other results they've had, do I think they're going to go on and, and do anything really special this season? To be honest, no. no. But they don't need to do that this season. Mm. They They need to... Take the positives that they are going to have 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 done already are going to have in the next few months, and build on it for what will what will be an interesting
0: summer and campaign going. Oh yes, it is. Yes, it is. Could be interesting January as well, Liam, to come with with a few incomings, maybe a few outgoings. One of those maybe being a certain uh, left back slash right back at the club. Liam Keen breaking a big story on on Sunday. Um, showing he's now double biceps flexing as, uh, as, as, as I lead up to it. We had a discussion on Saturday night actually, and I was in London um, about the story and about the potential. It was very interesting what you had to say. I was uh, ordering a Chinese. In, <laughs> you can imagine. Well,
1: I, I was driving home from uh, Arsenal, and uh, you answered the phone. It was very loud. Very I loud. Like, I was like, "Where are you? Like, I'm in Leicester Square." <laughs> Um, I said, are you at, uh, <laughs> you, where, where, <laughs> you where are establishment? you? Where are you? And you said, I'm, uh, M&M's
0: world. I'm, in the,
1: <laughs> I'm in the, I'm in the, uh, the Chinese getting crispy duck. And then, and then as I'm talking to you, you go, yeah, yeah. Can I have the crispy duck please? Mate? And, then, uh, and I had to just sit there. Well, sit there. I was driving. So to, you know, just concentrate on the road. While Salivating. Cooking,
0: yeah. Oh mate, there's a place to do the most incredible in Chinatown. The most incredible. Cris- For me, if you go to Chinese, you've got to do crispy duck and pancakes.
1: You had it? Uh, no, no, I've definitely had it, but it's not something I ever. Oh, but go... a
0: shredded duck in the and the and the little plum sauce, and you've got your little, your little cucumbers and your little spring onions or your scallions, and and then lots of the crunchy Don't say duck. it's not American, lad. Come on. Okay, okay. Up. well, it's all right. Sleeping one, and then uh, and then you, and then you <laughs> roll it up, Late and then alarm. you have it. Well, you know what I mean. And Mad. then and then you, and then you, oh, mate, fantastic! But finish start with a bit of chicken and sweet corn soup. There was a really good Chinese place in Leicester Square. What is it called? <laughs> I'm
1: trying to think of the name of it. I don't know. Oh. No, it's oh, lost.
0: No. Good, good, good Fifi's Oriental, that's it. Oh, Fifi's yeah, Oriental. Yeah. Is, that, is, that, is that a good one? Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah, yeah. Really good. Lucky cat, lucky cat. Um, and so we're discussing Johnny and discussing the situation. Um, you brought it up and you put the published a story on Sunday. Um obviously involved in a in a situation at the training ground for people who who have been I don't know under a rock for the last few days what's happened what's the situation what's developed and what's the future for Johnny yes a by the way one of the figures that I would have said from top to bottom would be the the least likely to be involved in anything like this
1: yeah I would I would say so as well I mean I know there's been rumors about him in the past which I've never been able to Stand up. To stand up as as facts, so I would you know I wouldn't read any anything into that without anything being you know verified. Um, the rumors
0: about you in the past as well, haven't you, to stand up, nasty I've, guy. I've got some photos though. <laughs>
1: yeah, you know, I've got a lot of photos of me actually. Um, he's always come across as a very sort of professional, nice guy, quiet guy. You know, we watched him in pre season and we said it on here. I mean, he obviously was free to leave at this point, and he looked a bit of a lost puppy in, in, in pre season, walking around the the hotel in Portugal, and it was. Yeah, a bit of an odd situation. But look, I asked Gary Neal in beginning of November about Johnny and you know he's not playing a lot, but what have you made of him? And he's like, Look, he's a brilliant professional, and he gave a you know a glowing recommendation of him. So every manager really, for
0: the most part, has said that about Johnny. So going it, it, it's not gonna, a, it, it's you're a not, running but theme. But I feel like everyone's gonna say that.
1: No, no, that's fair. But there's there's a way of there's okay. a way of delivering it. There's, okay. a, there's a way of delivering it. I think that most managers have, have clearly said that about him. Yeah. So I didn't expect it. Certainly not. But there was a, a training ground incident of sorts, which is the way I've described it, and the way that Gary Neal, um, the you know the following day, ironically described it as well. Um, he didn't actually give anything new from my story in the press conference, which I. I wasn't sure whether I was expecting to give anything new or not. Really, I wasn't sure yeah. which way he would go. I
0: don't think you're going to go into specifics. I think it's no. a very private situation, isn't it? Yeah, sure was rather. It didn't get out. You know, a lot these things happen all the time at training grounds. Maybe not to this magnitude, but at the same time, there are a lot of things that happen, and you know, we don't get to hear about a lot because that's just what happens. It's a very competitive environment. Um, the players are in a different, you know, seeing each other every single day. It is what it is. There are going to be things that, that that happen, and this is obviously one of those that have got out. Or yeah, that you've got wind Oh
1: uh, Yeah, exactly, and and a lot of um, national media have, have followed my lead oh. on the on the oh, story. Yeah, I just oh. wanted to put that out there. Do you, a, do, you a,
0: do you want a tricep flex now? Do you?
1: Uh, to be fair, my triceps are probably one of my biggest uh, disappointments. Assets. Oh, okay. assets. Oh. Um, I was going to say not for the first time, but a bit about the story, but it's fine.
0: Um, yeah. So, <laughs> so, so, some sort of. Training Instant. incident. Um, there's a lot of nationals that listen to this, Liam, for content to get used to the story, and
1: you're you're slagging them all off. Oh, I'm not slagging. It was a joke. It was you're a unbelievable. Joke. I, I'm just I'm just proud of the stories. It was a good story. Well, uh, you know, yeah. I've, sometimes I got big myself up, and I'm choosing to do at this moment. But okay. you thank you for making me explain it. Um, they know I'm joking. I, know, I get on with them all. Um, well, there's a couple you don't like. <laughs> don't start that rubbish. So um, <laughs> you're such a. <laughs> I was about to swear that yeah, was oh, late now okay, I, I came close. Um yeah, some sort of training ground incident um clearly serious enough to um ask him to leave the training ground. You know, I reported that he was last there on Wednesday, um hadn't been back since and obviously on Monday Gary Neil said he wouldn't be available for this game on Tuesday, so you would imagine he hasn't been back um at all. And um it's serious enough that Gary Neil personally and the hierarchy at Wolves are, are involved in how this all plays out. Um now, depending on the severity of what he's done and depending on the severity of the, I suppose, quote-unquote punishment that they may or may mm-hmm. not give him, um, it feels to me, and it, I think it's a pretty obvious conclusion, that his time at Wolves is, is coming to an end, whether that's in January or the summer, something's coming to a head fairly fairly quickly. He was able to leave in the summer, Getafe and another Spanish club um, were interested in him Um he had an option to leave. He chose to stay. He had a lot of praise at the time for staying, which I agreed with. At the same time, he's also on very nice wages at Wolves. So I exactly. Think it, You'd have to take a I, bit I, of a I, hit. I, yeah, I think we have to give the full picture here. That one, yes, it's great to praise him on that, which I agree with. Equally, you know, he didn't want to give up a contract. That is until sure. 2025. So that's which is, and, he, and he's quite within which, his rights, exactly, by the way. Which, yeah, he to- completely. He signed the contract. The club I were happy to give it to him.
0: Never dispute a player who wants to sit on their contract. That's up to them. In, in any other... Walk of life, you wouldn't do it. So no, I, 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 I don't have an agree. issue.
1: I completely agree.
0: Um, so, yeah, uh,
1: that was the situation. So we could have gone, started to say, obviously he's only played three times, twice yeah. in, the, in the cup, both starts, once in the 86th minute off the bench against Man City. So he's had a very, very limited amount of game time. Um, I would imagine that is frustrating for him mm-hmm. uh, whether that's led to this situation or not is, is, you know, remains to be seen but you would imagine he's got a lot of suitors at that sort of level whether it's Spanish clubs lower maybe lower end of the sort of division and um, I would expect his time at Wolves is probably coming to an end but be, it, it's one to watch so you feel
0: he's played his last game for the club
1: uh, I think so, I think um, so, yeah. Again, depends on the severity or the conclusion that the club come to on, on the uh, on the situation that's happened.
0: So a year and a half left on his deal, Liam. Is this a situation where they're going to have to work with Johnny, let's say, if they are trying to get him out in January, where there might be a little bit of give from Wolves' side as well, maybe a bit of a payoff if they're trying to get him a move? Because if he's going to accept it, like you say, he's not going to, he's not going to take a massive pay cut at the same time, so there might be some sort of compensation yeah. or, or something to work out. Or do you feel like it might be he might be transitioned back into it, you know. And it, it, if, if Never does, say never, absolutely yeah.
1: never. Yeah, because, it, again, depends on the conclusion Wolves come to mm-hmm. with, with the situation, depends on where the player's at with it. I would imagine he's probably quite apologetic for mm-hmm. whatever may
0: or may, or may or may not have happened. And this has been um, a great servant to us. This would be a sad way for him to leave. Yeah, I, mean, I agree. He's yeah. been such a good player and a strong player. When you look at some of the, the famous Knights, he's been he's been you know pivotal in some big performances. So this would be a sad ending, really. Yeah, it would. And, and for him to go, it
1: would probably involve Wolves you know, maybe taking a small hit to, mm. to allow him to leave, as you just alluded to there. At the same time, it, and again, this is very much um, speculative on my part, but depending on what it is that he has done, if that is, does that amount to gross misconduct or something along those lines? And if it does, does does that breach contract? Wolves be in a position to... Um, to terminate his contract and, and not have any financial hit. Again, very speculative on my part, but if that's a possibility, that's something Wolves may go may go down the road with. So there's a lot of things that could happen here. Um, as you can imagine, there's a lot of people scrambling for information, so we'll we'll see what else we can find out and uh, hopefully bring the latest uh, on Johnny soon.
0: Thank you very much, Liam Keane. Uh Liam, it's a little bit, what would you say in this room? A little bit, a bit cold? A little bit, it is a bit chilly. A little bit yeah, chilly? Honest, yeah. well, I'll tell you what you need. Tell you, what you need to, this will warm you right up. And I've said it before, I think about three weeks ago, and I'm going to say it again. The Beldray Handy plug-in heater is an absolute delight. It's a joy from kettleandtoasterman.co.uk. And And I'm not joking. I'm just saying this because um, we are promoting the company. But the way... how I mean, it's Baltic at the moment. It is freezing. I don't really want to have to put all the radiators on. You know what the costs are. They're still crazy. I mean, my energy bills are still insane. I'm sure yours is pretty... Well... Well, it's currently zero. It's currently zero, but hopefully soon to be <laughs> hopefully soon to be, increasing. to be a
1: little bit more than that.
0: Um, well, I would say for the new Shea King Gaff, you need to get a few of these because turn it on. It literally fits into the, fits into the palm of your hand. You put it in, stick it in the so- socket, press on, and um, I think my heating bill was down or energy bill was down. This was using these for a month, about eighty five pounds. Yeah, that's not bad. Eighty five quid for the month, which is pretty crazy. How much are they? How much? Little plug-in heaters.
1: For that kind of energy, mm. that kind of
0: output, mm. so you're looking
1: like 50 quid. I'll
0: tell you what, half it, baby. It's 25. <laughs> no. It's 25 quid. <laughs> We're going to give away a Ray heater and a brand new Wolves Home shirt Um when we play Guest the Scores a bit later on. I'm excited. Happy days. Right, okay, should we get some questions from the beautiful people? Bring it on. Here we go. Um, in a little bit, when I find it. Okay, three, nice to have you teed up. Two, I did, but the internet's gone on here. Okay, here we go. Um, if we got an offer of £10 million and a 50% sell on clause for Fabio in January, £10 million and a 50% sell on clause for Fabio in January, would you sell? Oh, dear. £10 million oh. cash up front and a 50% sell on?
1: Yeah, I think probably would. I think I agree. Yeah, I think probably would. It's it's a big hit on what you paid, but the fifty sal- percent. The,
0: the, the salon's very attractive, isn't it? Yeah. And,
1: uh, yeah, I think
0: so. Craig McDougall, should we go for the back against teams who sit deep? No. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think you don't think this is a four no, no, the back?
1: I, I think this I think this system is working for Wolves and the personnel they've got. Um, it would mean probably dropping Totti Gomez, and I would never advocate for that. So, um, and, and I don't think Gary Neal is going to going to change it. I think I think it's here to stay for the time being, and uh, it's working
0: for me. We're going to go through these pretty rapidly because there's a lot of I mean, just late night love, so you know Absolutely. we're going to throw love to everyone who's who's um, written in tonight or most people anyway. Dolt Thrower says, "Why did Gary wait so long to make a sub, and why did Hugo Bueno look so out of sorts?"
1: Yeah, I, I did say that during the game. I, I was surprised he didn't make any subs earlier. Um, it's on a knife edge a little mm-hmm. bit, so I can understand you on maybe disrupt the the flow of the game a little bit. So that's the only thing I can think of. Other than that. With with Hugo, I think just coming back from injury and where he's at, he's going to need a little bit of time. And, and I, I didn't, I think we both thought this. We didn't
0: think he would maybe start today, but mm. um, he was thrown in. Just to clarify as well, it was did finish one nil tonight, not one one, as uh, <laughs> Liam Keane tweeted uh, halfway through the game.
1: Yeah, it was a typo, uh, a typo that quite a lot of um, people enjoyed. How long did it, How long was it out there for? Oh, I don't know. I, I didn't. Even, I didn't even look at the notifications. <laughs> it might have been twenty minutes or something. that was out there and I deleted it. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, to be fair, there's a lot of people on Twitter
0: who have never made a mistake in their life. It's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> I, love it. I love it. I love it. I love a feisty keen on a night. At, um, a few minutes past midnight, he's like a little gremlin. Pour a bit of water over you uh, after, after midnight. Don't feed the lad. Don't feed him. Sam says, any thoughts on why Sasha wasn't brought on tonight? thought second half, Wang was being muscled off the ball consistently when we were going route one, second half. Hold-up play would have been invaluable.
1: You are correct about Wang being muscled off the ball a bit. I, I I agree with that. My simplest answer for why Sasha didn't come on is because his last two sub appearances have been pretty naff, particularly Fulham. So, and to be fair, Gary actually made a sort of off the cuff comment about Sasha after the Arsenal game to say he needs to get a bit better with his substitute appearances and what we're asking of him, and he's still learning, blah, blah, blah. So, I, th- I think his chances are going to be uh, sporadic, put it that way.
0: Wolves fan says about Sasha, is he surplus to requirements now? I don't think so. No, no.
1: He, he's the only striker that Gary O'Neill sees as an out-and-out number nine. Um, he clearly wants to sign another one, but I think that there's something to get out of Sasha in in time.
0: Jack Arnold says, "Great result. Would you say a wineman is more of a must than a striker? Seeing as Cunha and Huang seem to have a good relationship at the moment, but we have missed Neto with no direct backup, as the rest of the forward seems to be playing in the middle." um i wouldn't
1: say it's more of a priority than striker uh, in terms of my own opinion and certainly in terms of what the club wants to do the clubs certainly are prioritizing the striker uh, as we all know but what i have um sort of reported in the last few days and been talking about on the podcast um fairly recently is that wolves i think would, would definitely like to bring a winger in if it's something they can do um it depends a lot on incomings outgoings whether they' out financially what how much they spend on a striker what they what wiggle room they have but they've got a bit of movement to do something. So that would be a, a position they would like to add in for a bit of depth.
0: The big question, Liam, a lot of people are asking it. Ready? What has happened to Max Killman's eye? <laughs> a lot of people are putting two and two together and getting... Uh, well, four's the right answer, so I'll say three. Okay. Could have gone <laughs> 103, but, you know, three. Okay. I a bit it's close. Yeah, you did, yeah. Um... Gave you the lay-up and no, oh, he's missed it. Yeah, there's a lot of, there's a
1: lot of Conjecture. Conspira- conspiracy theorists out there. Um, I mean, had you watched the Arsenal game, you'd have seen that he just got elbowed in the eye by Gabriel. He was down for five minutes, got treatment on the pitch. <laughs> bleeding. Um, was, had to... was, ble- was bleeding, had to change his shirt, came back on and had a black eye because of that. So nothing to do with Johnny,
0: as, uh... as some people
1: are uh, assuming.
0: Was it just coincidental? Says Re- coincidental, says Reggie, that VAR didn't get involved in this match and Wolves won?
1: <laughs> not coincidental, but it's nice not to be talking about VAR, isn't it? So we've had two games in a row now not talking about it.
0: Andy says, Have we got any wiggle room in January?
1: Yes, um yeah, spoken about it a fair bit to be fair with uh, yeah on the podcast and, and all that. That yeah, they, there is definitely wiggle room. You know, they tried to bring a striker in um at the end of the summer window, don't forget as well. So there is wiggle room to be able to to bring someone in, um, again, depends on outgoings as well. Look, like if if Johnny goes, if uh, Fabio potentially goes, if anyone else may or may not move on, they'll have more room to, to replace. So, yeah, it, they've got wiggle room... But they've got to be cautious of FFP still.
0: Tom McGillan, what does João Gomez bring to the midfield? Was there a need to play two holding midfielders tonight? Surely Tommy Doyle's passing would have been better.
1: Yeah, I, I did feel that, um, not from the start, if it, in my personal opinion, but I did feel that Doyle probably should have come on in this game at some point. I was a bit surprised he didn't. But I like those two together, Lamina and Gomez. Um, I understand your question about them being a hold, holders, but... Lamina's very much pushing on at the moment he's very much box to box at the moment he is dropping in and, and taking passes off the centre backs and then all of a sudden he's making runs beyond the strikers and he's trying to get on the end of, of crosses and, and balls into the box so um, he's playing a slightly different role what Jao Gomez brings uh, he's a terrier in there I, I think I, I really like him he had a, a difficult game today but he's someone who battles wins the ball bring, brings energy carries walls at the field um, I think he's a, he's a really good player you just need to get a bit more consistency out of him
0: uh, very good answer, Liam. Just uh, buy me some time while I find the next thing. No, Here I'm going to let you suffer and drown. Um, a lot of people saying ugly as it gets. Uh, worst game we've ever seen by a distance. You said it was pretty bad, didn't you?
1: It's It's got to be up there as one of the worst. But they've got three points, so that's all that matters.
0: Ben Wilson, do you think Sarabia did enough to tonight to justify starting the next game against Forest?
1: Um... It's not a, it's not a 100% no for me, but I'm leaning towards no on that one, only because I don't think Bellegarde did a whole lot. Either. He had a few moments where he, well, he he looked like he could have run at the defence. He looked like he was stuck in the mud a little bit. Mm. It was, a, so, yeah, not not overly convinced, but it wasn't he wasn't a poor performance by any means.
0: Kyle says, why do we look such a threat going forward against the top six? Yet when we play teams around us, we are far too passive left to right and going backwards when a break is on.
1: Hmm. I'm not, I, I don't think it's passive. I think it's more styles. It's you know the the phrase in boxing: styles make fights." Mm-hmm. It's 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 that you're facing an opponent who's happy to sit in, happy to defend, and and then all and then to, to Bernie's credit, they will press you heavily at times, but they won't do it all the time. And mm-hmm. you've got to try and figure out this conundrum and this and this this puzzle. Um, wolves got there in the end. On on other days, as the question rightly points out, wolves haven't done against teams that have struggled. So. Um, <laughs> It's, it's, it's just about taking control of the game and being,
0: having the onus to take the game to the other team. And Wolves are still, I think, working on that. Assistant, assistant boxing match, says YT. Who wins, Sean Derry or Craig Bellamy?
1: oh Derry's winning that. is too, Be- too small. Yeah. Too small. Derry's bit Derry's that.
0: taking it down, isn't he? Yeah, I think so. You've interviewed him, haven't you? I have I have um What about you and him? I mean, you know you talk about your jiu-jitsu expertise, <laughs> Derry versus Keane <laughs> no, on the
1: mat. No offence. He's he's too old now.
0: Oh wow. <laughs> no he's offense. too old.
1: No, no offence. Yeah, f- former professional sportsman, but these yeah. days, you know, I've age and a- athleticism's on my side.
0: I feel like he could maul you though, no? No chance, mate. Not a chance. What about UFC ring?
1: Slightly different because I'm not uh, I'm, it's, Anything goes it's an, it's an octagon as well I'm not a ring Okay um, Yeah I'm not a I'm not a striker um, I, I would need to do some training in that okay. department Okay um, But if I if I took him into the deep waters uh, and drowned him on the you know I choked him out he'd be yeah over
0: uh, Sean Derrick if you listen to this then the key- Please don't no, because
1: you- he was a lovely man I enjoyed interviewing him But,
0: but- if he said Kino, let's let's get on the mat me and you would you be up for it?
1: Of course, I'm not going to turn that down. That'd be a great experience. Derry spe- versus Keen, especially if we did it as like a little video, uh, got it out there, and you know everyone watched me choke him unconscious. It'd be brilliant. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Would you even play a rating afterwards?
1: <laughs> I'd be getting 10.
0: if it's the Maidu, You'd be giving him a five, mate. Um, right, okay.
1: I tell you what, there's some people giving me that about that as well. <laughs> Cries. Honestly, it's embarrassing. Uh,
0: Rob Cartwright, what's worse value: ticket for tonight or subscription for ENS content? Well, Rob. You you write for the fans forum, so I would say probably subscription for the NS content was worse value to be honest, mate. <laughs> <laughs> moving on, fans basically. Moving one. on, moving on. Um, when's Neto back?
1: God knows, mate. <laughs> I wasn't there on Monday. <laughs> 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 no, check it. Um, yeah, Gary Neil. Not it's not obvious, two weeks. No, <laughs> not the two weeks that he said when he put that post out. It's funny. Yeah. It's funny that, isn't it? It's almost like we were right on that one. Um, <laughs> It's almost like it's been, how many weeks has it been now? Um, well, yeah, Gary Neal's been, you know, understandably coy on that because I mm. think he probably wants to just throw the player in at some point and yeah. surprise a team. Yeah, uh, Maybe he'll surprise us and maybe he'll say it at a press conference. Maybe it'll be this Friday. I don't know. But that's the impression I'm getting anyway. He's definitely getting closer. Um, they said he was slightly ahead of where he's at. He's clearly, he's on the grass he's doing a bit of work. So uh, if it's not, Forest. I I would I would like to think it's certainly. When
0: to, I don't know what the next game is after Forest. What is it? West Ham away. Then you've got oh, yeah. Christmas Eve after that. Oh
1: yeah. So if yeah, there's a lot of games coming up. So if it's not Forest, I would be confident to say it's in 2023. Okay, it, it's going to be a game coming up. I would like to think.
0: Okay, good stuff. Right, it's Wolves. It's Nottingham Forest. We're back here. Can't get any worse than this. Can't get any worse. Well, it can in a in a. To be fairly. Um, if it was exactly the same performance in the 1-0, I'd, I'd, I'd turn up unhappily. So I
1: take it, yeah. Yeah,
0: of course you do. But um, look, it won't be. It'll be interesting. What are your thoughts on that game? There's a lot of different conundrums. Um, obviously, Hugo Bueno, they said he's got a bit of cramp, so he should be OK for the game. So you'd expect probably the, back, the same back five that started today. I guess the main questions are, um, Dan Bentley or Jose Sarr, if both are fit, uh, does Jean Gomez keep his place? Then up front... Belagard, do you play Belagard just play kind of like in behind Cunha and Huang? Do you give Sarabi another go? Do you throw in a Sasha Kalajic in, instead? So those are the kind of conundrums that I'm thinking you can discuss for me, please. I'll give you all the answers. You ready? Okay. Are, um, they, are they truthful? Are they 100% going to happen?
1: Um, knowing my track record of predictions, mm, no. Okay. But we'll give it a
0: go. Okay.
1: I think Jose Sarkon's back in.
0: I, I agree. Um, I think just the way he worded his last answer in that press conference saying... Um, yeah. It felt to me that like when he's fit, he's my number one. Yeah, which by
1: the way, I think would be a, would would be harsh on Bentley.
0: I think it's harsh on Bentley. I hope Jose has a good game because and if you imagine is a stinker. Uh, well, well uh, to be honest, I was a little bit surprised. Maybe I, maybe I read it wrong. But when I was talking about Dan Bentley and a really couple, a good couple of games, and then Bentley coming on on Saturday. A lot of people were kind of saying, "Oh, Saar didn't fancy it. Didn't want to know. Thought they were going to concede a load. There's going to be a cricket score." And there was quite a few people on Sar's back. I didn't realise he had a lot of critics, but maybe I'm naive in that. Maybe he has. Are, yeah. Maybe he has, he has a lot. A lot of he? Has he? <laughs> has he? <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, um like with us, yeah, the the critics. Criti- oh, people, people can't stand they'll, us. They'll they'll come out of the woodwork for one day and then they're back under the under the floorboards. The next. It's it's
0: quite it's quite <laughs> funny. Or oh, in the basements. Uh, yeah, like me. <laughs> or, or your sister's bedrooms. Um, it's quite funny when I'm thinking about interviewing fans and you know, it's nice when people stop and then people say, "Oh no, I can't, or "I've got to run," or you know, some people start walking in the other direction. I'm like, okay, it's fine. But there's some people who you just they look at you. And then they just look at you, and then just keep on walking. And I'm thinking, there's probably a lot of people here who are asking, like, "Oh, mate, you got a minute for the Express and Star? A quick chat about the game?" He's probably thinking, either you block me, you see you next Tuesday, <laughs> yeah. or I can't stand you, dude or I don't want I don't want to converse with you. So there's plenty of those people I probably meet every single week who wish me dead, but it's all good.
1: Yeah, why not? They haven't, they, haven't, they haven't done anything to you so far.
0: <laughs> no, so far. I've been close a couple of times. So far. I mean, there's that guy, that angry guy. Yeah, he's going to keep following he, he's you gonna, He's going to nut me sometimes. Yeah, hates me. Um, anyway, Saar Bentley. <laughs> yeah, back to the
1: football. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think Saar comes in. I think it's harsh on Bentley. I think that performance today from Bentley and the way that he's done since he came into these into the team in these two games, mm. I think he should, for me, should keep his place, but I don't think he does.
0: Do you think Bentley knows he's the outright number two or do you think, it's, yeah, think he's he a battle? Or I he think he's he he knows what he's getting himself into. Yeah, I
1: think so. I, I think he, he 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 is genuinely battling to get the number one, but I don't think he I don't think he, he thinks that he will get it, particularly at the moment. Mm. I think I think it's something that he would need a big like a big serious injury or something. He's not gonna to be happen.
0: furious if Sar takes the jersey I don't, on, I don't think so, no. on Saturday. I mean he
1: will because he wants to play, but yeah, I, I don't think I don't think it becomes a shock to him. Well you've way.
0: interviewed him, haven't you? You've interviewed him in the in the twenty ones game at, at Derby recently and he was very you know, very happy to talk. Very happy to to be open in where he wants to be. And, and look, he's not doing himself um, a disservice, has he? In fact, he's he's really he's really done a great job in the last couple games. Yeah,
1: re- really good bloke. Um, and I like him as a player. I I, I would play him for Forest, but. I, I, just, I just think Gary was going to go back to Saar,
0: even with the amount of games that are coming up. You think yeah, maybe you might think just so. get, okay, I okay,
1: think so, but it depends. It, again, it also depends, you know, medically on Saar, you know how he how he is.
0: If Jose Saar plays, and I hope this doesn't happen, but let's say he has a stinker or has a clanger, drops a clanger, is this another conversation to have or not? Are you think it he's just number be. one? It
1: should be, but I am not sure it will be. Okay, it should be a conversation. Mm-hmm. I it, it depends on what happens, the nature of it, but i I feel like he's the he's. Solid is the number one. I think he's staying in.
0: Okay. Um, are We agreed on the back five. No. Okay. Go I, think, on then. I
1: think Doc comes in at left back. You do. Yeah, I thought that for this game, but I definitely what? think it for the NIST, this game could up now. Because, Why? Um, I just. I mean, he says Hugo Bonilla can't cram. Yeah, but three games in a week as well. Okay. When I'm coming back from injury, I think Doc comes in as a start. I think he has to. Yeah, he, ha- he has to move them around at some point. And, okay. Um, and Johnny won't be playing, I don't think. No, so, no, no. So, no. Uh, so uh, uh, again, Wait, can't, you, can't, you can't put him next to Max Kilman. No, no.
0: <laughs> <Don't, laughs> the black eyes don't start that rubbish <laughs> again.
1: Um, but nor, he might be available. You know, he was talking about him being available this week. Said he wouldn't be for for this game, so maybe he might be back in time. But again, whether he starts or not is another question. So I think it'll be Doc. In that in and the rest of it the same, but I think the five will be Doc for Bueno.
0: Okay, so Doc for Bueno, then. Um, don't ask me
1: about midfield, it's not changing.
0: Okay, so don't I even play that. It's okay, not it's a silly okay. game. Is Stop to keep it, it's his my spot. job as host. To okay, just spot. relax. It's team selection, people love it. now he's giving me the V's, it's unbelievable. <laughs> um, and up front, then
1: <laughs> Kunya
0: Huang. 100 percent nailed on, and I think because they look are fine, aren't they? I mean, if, yeah, you'd right. think that one of them might come off after 60 if, if they're tiring a little bit, because it is from a rotation point of view. But you think they definitely start together.
1: Yeah. You, you made the point as well that maybe Huang would come off in this game because he's got four yellow cards yes. and they don't want him to give him get a fifth, mm. and then he didn't. No, <laughs> so so I think I, I don't think there's any concern yeah. about playing, yeah. you know, him and Kiyu and again. Then them to play, and I think mm. I think it's Bellegarde. Okay, I think.
0: Just in behind or just floating? Yeah, that
1: sort of floaty role he has been like sort of part of the midfield, part of out wide, uh, left sort of position.
0: Yeah. Okay, good stuff. Um, who's going to do the uh, the prediction this week? Me or Yao? I'm going to let you take it this Ooh, week. Okay, well you go first with the score prediction, then Bebe.
1: I'm going to say it's a tough game. It's a tough game. It's an ugly game.
0: Ug- another ugly game.
1: I think it's, is, is it it, be, it's, it's a better be a warmer game. I think it's a better watch. Okay. But I think it's like a scrappy, ugly, snarling, spitting, gruesome game.
0: But a great reception, Morgan's White.
1: <laughs> He's gonna get a great reception. <laughs> He's gonna Couldn't be, you, best mate. Welcome back as a king. <laughs> uh yeah, him and Cunha love each other and Wolves will scrap a one they win.
0: Ooh,
1: okay. Okay. Right hook.
0: Uh I think Wolves win as well. Go I think Wolves won a war. I think I'm going to win. I'm going to say Wolverhampton is two. I'm going to give Forrest a goal. Forrest one. And that is for all the money, all the marbles, all that, the you know. merchandise. What, two one? I almost did that. I changed didn't my mind. But you didn't? I didn't. Um, so two one. So two one, one nil. Doesn't matter. Another three points, and we are riding high up the table looking at that Europa Conference League, baby. And more importantly, think the, should, the Judah barbecue.
1: Oh, my God, I keep, about, I keep forgetting
0: about the European barbecue do yeah, the well. barbecue? Oh, European could... tour barbecue? Oh, <laughs> my goodness. A beat no, through away? No, this could be... This Come could be on. Else. Come I'm on. excited, though. If they just had a sweat with six games left, where they had to win four out of the last six to finish eighth, is what they need to do. If, you know, other cup competitions are won by the bigger side, eighth.
1: You're going to the butchers and ordering some stuff. In, my <laughs> God. <laughs> There'll Get be ready. some
0: G's worth of stuff, but it'll be fun, though. Oh my god, it'd be a good laugh, wouldn't it?
1: Happy you, days. You, as I say, you've got to do a ticketed, event. ticketed event. O- otherwise, events, that is a that is a police incident proper in, in, hog in roast.
0: Loads of sausages, loads of barbecues. We'll get like um, one of these roll-on bars as well. I'm sure there's a Wolves fan who's a DJ who can do some music. It'd be quality.
1: No, just give me the Orcs cable, mate. I'll stick it in. We'll get some tunes on.
0: <laughs> get some Taylor on. Tay Tay. Get
1: of Oasis, mate.
0: Oh, stop it. Get it on. Mate. Oh no, 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 no. Oh no, no. Oh, no, no. A bit
1: of Luke Combs, mate. A bit of a, a bit of country music. Who's
0: that? Luke Combs. Never heard of
1: him. Oh, great, mate. A bit of Dolly. No, a bit a bit of country, mate. A bit of Luke. Oh, I'll play a bit if
0: you want. Okay, play a bit. Go on then. Do... Yeah. I... Oh, you know what? Can I play this one song? Go I mean... on, well, you can't play the whole song, mate. No, There's... no, no.
1: For copyright reasons, I will play five seconds I <laughs> may if, if we were done for copyright I'd be all over the shop right now Mate, ready for this this, go on is, this is an absolute banger go on
0: then you straight to the chorus or Good. it's going to be a little low... no it's just going to be the beginning of it but oh. no
1: no but it's like a quick song Go goes straight in Okay. You ready? well yeah go on then what a tune Bitch it's in the morning
0: all right now You've been listening the to the country episode <laughs> of the ENS Wolves podcast. We shall see you on Saturday from me, from Kino. Have a great weekend. Take care. Comesy, play us off. Play us off. <laughs> quickly, ready. quickly. Comesy, play us off. Kino, take care. Bye bye. Oh, what a tune. And when Tuesday came, oh, yeah, oh,
1: yeah, so I went
0: for oh. a ride to
1: clear my love, it about
0: a shell on nine sixty five. Oh, yeah, then I want a hundred bucks on a scratch. I'll take it.